The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. That's right. <laughs> no riding around here, boy. I mean, what are they cooking over there, man? man somebody <laughs> somebody hey. got the ride. It may not be Denver. It may not be Russ. Ooh. But somebody's out there riding. We're riding right here on the Players' Lounge man. on yeah, a Tuesday. Right. Yes, indeed. Everybody, this is brought to you by Tostitos. He is Heckma Harrison. That That's is me. Barry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. Cowboys Talk coming to you right now. Mm-hmm. We'll dive into Monday night later on. Uh, Dak Prescott <laughs> is going to be back at practice. Cowboy players off today. So come Wednesday, number mm. four, he's was letting it rip before Philadelphia, and it looked good. So he was taking snaps under center. Tomorrow, it's time to show and prove. Head coach Mike McCarthy said, need to see a full week from Dak Prescott. They're getting ready to face the Detroit Lions Sunday in Arlington. Heckma. This is good. It's, this has got to be good news, even for the Dak haters. It's got to be good news because four is going to be high. Man, I mean, look, I, I believe that everybody should be uh, happy. And before I go any further, I gotta say, uh, let's give Cooper Rush round of applause. We'll every do. Day. We'll do. And, you know, they gotta Much give deserved. gotta yeah. give Cooper Rush his credit for everybody that think that there's Cooper Rush hate in the water. It's not. Cooper Rush came out. He did his thing. He did it. He did his thing. We talked about it yesterday, man, about mm-hmm. any team in the NFL would want their backup to perform the way that he did. But I think what happened is the film got out on him. You know, you know how it is. Eventually they're gonna catch up to hey, you. Hey, we know we know where you wanna go. We know what you like to do. We know where you're most comfortable on the field. Now we're going to stop all of that. And I think they did a good job of changing the game plan up for him week by week. And then this week against against Philadelphia, hey, man, everything came to a head. They had to go deeper into that bag. And, yeah, you know, some of that just – you know, some of those throws just wasn't there. That makes you appreciate those other guys in the league, the Mahomeses, mm. the, the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady's of the world. But I know we're talking about Dak, man, and just having him back and to facilitate this offense and it to be able to run the way that it's been practiced all mm-hmm. through summer and all through OTAs. And um, I, I just hope, one, that Kellen Moore sticks to the script. This running game is starting to look good, and I know yeah. we're going to go into other aspects and makes this running game what it is. Uh, but I just I feel good about having him back, and I think that this offense now will be able to – carry a little bit more of the load than the defense having to do all the work. Without a doubt. And, and look, you know, Dak, before I say anything, Dak gives this team the best chance to win. I, I will admit that. He gives this team the best chance to win. He's a hell of a player overall. Um, but I, when we go into this game, I expect to have a little rustiness. You know, I don't yeah. expect for him to go out there and, you know, I was talk, we were talking to Nate Newton earlier before the show, and he's talking about 40-burger this and 40-burger that. <laughs> I'm not so sure that's going to happen. You know, right. do I think they're going to beat Detroit? Of course, I think they're going to beat Detroit because they're a talented team. But when you talk about Dak Prescott coming into this season and coming into this Detroit game, let's, look, let's, let's, take, let's flash back a little bit. Preseason. He didn't. He didn't go into any preseason games. No. He did. He did training camp, but he didn't have any live action games out there. Then we go into that Tampa Bay game against you know Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, and he looked a little rusty. He yeah. looked like he wasn't having that same connection with his receivers offensively. It just seemed like they were stagnant. So he gets injured in that game, and then he misses what the next five games. Yeah. And then he's supposed to pop up into this Detroit game and, and look like vintage Dak. I, 
I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening because there's a lot of variables you have going into that. One already talked about that timing between the receivers out there. You know, he may have a little connection with CeeDee Lamb because they, you know, had the most rapport out there. But, you know, Michael Gallup, Brown, Schultz has been injured. So you got the two rookies that I don't think he has a great connection with so far because he was with the ones when they they were in there and they was way behind uh, Schultz out there. So to me, I would love and I hope – that Kellen Moore leans on his ground game and we have that similar type of offense that we've had these past couple of weeks because I think in order to d- get back to where he w- where he was back before the injury and before you know Tampa Bay and all that stuff we're going to have to lean on that and we're going to have to make him gradually come back into that okay now we got an arsenal of attack for us but to me hopefully we lean on that ground game but I'm 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 expecting that to come out a little bit rusty showing that since he hasn't been in there since Tampa Bay. So I think he's going to be a little bit rusty, but overall he gives us the best opportunity to win the game. So going back basically with what you guys have said, the, your message to Kellen Moore is keep running the football. Please. And if you're winning four games with Cooper Rush running the football, you bring in Dak Prescott, your chances to keep winning are the same but go up even more in terms of possibly scoring more points yep. because you've got a better quarterback that – there's an offense that's really been struggling to, to, to get 20, 20 points on the board that maybe you get yourself to 24, 25, 26. If you give this defense 24, 25, 6 points, okay. yeah, it's a wrap. you should be able to win most of these contests the rest of the way when you start to look at the schedule here. Um, I mean, there's not too many games they're not going to be favored the rest of the year. Yeah, They, they really aren't. I mean, it's just you, I was going down and listening like, okay, um, we'll see where Green Bay is come November 13th. Struggling. Uh, but the way they're looking right now, you'd have to favor the Cowboys. Even though it's up in Lambeau, you'd have to favor the Cowboys or just say it's a push mm-hmm. right now. And then you're going to get Philadelphia at home, and you're going to get with Dak Prescott. It's going to be a Christmas Eve. Then you still got the Vikings. Kirk, yeah, yeah, your boy. Your boy. Your boy. You can't your, sleep on Your boy got cousins. <laughs> okay. So, 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 so maybe that's one. Maybe one. Yeah. You know? one, one or two the rest of the way. Uh, so I, I think we're all in agreement here. Kellen Moore. You've got a formula. It's working. You're going to get a better quarterback and, and a quarterback who can use his legs some. Stay where you are. I was checking out the uh, recent power rankings. ESPN has the Cowboys 6. CBS has the Cowboys at 6. Uh, NBC Pro Football Talk has the Cowboys at 4. USA Today has the Cowboys at 4. And guess who put the Cowboys at number 8 for Fox Sports? David Helman. At 8? Yeah. D. Howman. Yeah. <laughs> At eight, though. At eight. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I like those power rankings, but I think right now it's too early in the season to even – look, right, right, we got to concentrate on what we have in front of us. Detroit mm-hmm. is, is going to be a team that – it just seems like we get everybody's best shot when they come to AT&T you know Stadium. So, we're going to have to be ready uh, to take that first blow from then and, and return. I know our defense has got to be ticked off from the way that they performed last week. So um, this is this part of the season when you look down, and even when hypothetically you start looking down uh, at the rest of these teams, the Cowboys have got to feel good about the way that this can shape up for them. But the NFC least has turned into the NFC beast, they have. and they have got to keep track. And the same uh, – pretty much we all have the same schedule for one or two games here, and – I'm sure it's looking just as favorable uh, for New York and for Philly. So now we, I mean, at this point in the season, we're having to try and keep track 
and keep pace with the guys that are number one and number two. I guess the only advantage we have right now with New York is that we beat them. That's it. That's it. So, I mean, that that makes it even like now we're clock watching. Now we're looking at everybody there. else. We need help. And you beat them there. So so that, that one counts well. I, I go back to, and this is one of the things before you joined the show, Heck, I, I kept harping about it. The Cowboys had the first place schedule. Why did you see so much turnover in the NFC East uh, every year? It's because whoever won it, was an okay team yeah. hit with a first place schedule and they couldn't handle having to play first place, you know, the other first place team. So mm-hmm. right now, Cincinnati was the first place team you had to face. You beat them. Beat the Rams first place team. You beat them. Mm-hmm. Um so, so, you know, they got Green Bay left. Um you T- lost you lost right? to Tampa. You lost to Tampa. Yeah. So yeah. so you lost to Tampa. Um but look, this is it's shaping up better than I thought. Yeah, without a doubt. To start the season, heck, I was at nine wins. There was a whole lot of unknowns. I said, I'm not going to trust it because you know what, what's, what's trust? What's trust Time, consistency, and proof. There, there you go. Is. There you go. <laughs> there it is. We, we got it down now. It's a wrap. <laughs> so if Kellen Moore continues this formula where, hey, look, we're going to run this football. We're going to help our defense. Big problem Sunday night. Defense was on the field for 34 minutes and 30 seconds. It's a long time. That, I, I'm sorry. You're asking any defense to be on the field that long, you're going to run into some problems. And Philly had a couple long drives. They ran the ball well and the three turnovers. So teams on the field too long, got your turnovers, the 10 penalties. We talked about that yesterday. That's got to stop. Well, I expect I expect Sunday to be a game in which the Cowboys make corrections for what happened in Philadelphia. Well, how how confident are we? I know we've seen the three things of trust with Kellen. He was able to prove that in you know in Philadelphia, but you know how this organization is when they got the shiny new toys. Yep. How confident are we that he's going to be able to stick with that ground game? I know we all here think you know that's that is the formula for success. We need to lean on this ground game. We're all in agreement, but. You got Dak in there. If you think he's not going to come back wanting to be wanting to show, like, I'm still one of these top quarterbacks, let me put this thing in the air, I think you're out of your mind. Like, I think he's he's going to want to come back and throw that football. Is Kellen going to be able to tell him, look, no, we're sticking to this ground game. This is what's got us to this point. It's what the head coach I, is for, right? It is. Now what the head coach for? Yeah. Is he, this he's is going to say something do. to QB1? Yeah. If needed? QB1. You know, we QB1, He's as he said all along, you're our guy. But what we found out is this is we're a defensive football team. And McCarthy said that's press conference. We're a defensive football team. We're gonna run this ball. We you owe it to protect the defense. This is facts. I'm you, just saying you, you know when he goes out them. there. Every pregame he's been out there. Let me show up. Let me show the world I can still and, and that, zip this and thing. And that's pregame, and I get that. Yes, yeah. you know, I hear the still show people he, and he's hearing that chatter. But man. game day, it's a whole, to me, it's a whole different thing. Okay. If you're trying to, if you're trying to go where they want to go. A deep playoff run, you've got a formula here. And, oh, by the way, Detroit will run this football on you. They got Swift back, too. Okay. They will. They, they are going to try to run the football on you. Mm-hmm. And this, to me, is a big concern. <laughs> I do not have trust for the Cowboys' run D right now. I don't trust that. And, and I like what you, where you're going with this, Barry, because you feel like you know he's been he, you've been you've been uh, you've had Keller more caged up in the basement, and he's ready time. to come out. And, and, and hey, he get Dak back. 
He want to go, you know, 50 throws. I mean, you saw the game Monday night. It was ridiculous the amount of times they were throwing the ball for for the uh, Chargers. 57 times. Ridiculous. It's it, ridiculous, right? Um, but I think that there are certain things that you've seen in this last five-game stretch that should give you confidence in the running game. You didn't have that confidence in the running game for the last couple of years. And I think it's been the musical chairs that you've been playing with your offensive line that hasn't given you that confidence. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that you've shored up that you can see now on tape. Look, man, these guys are blocking a hell of a lot better. And you see them getting that confidence and getting downhill. And also now they are more committed to Tony Pollard in the run game. And you see his big playability as well. So I think all of those things combined give you get what should give Kellen Moore the confidence that, look, when in a pinch, I need to run this damn ball. Now, we saw yesterday, we saw last Sunday, when it was, uh, you know, fourth in the inches. What does he do? He rolls out, he throws the ball. I, I think there's always going to be that component to his game plan. And I, I just do. I just, okay. just think that that's the way it is. But I think there's other parts of it, as you know, as a safety in this league, man, that – Look, they cannot keep allowing you to load the box and just tee off on these guys. That pretty soon you're going to have to make a throw. And I know people say this all the time. It's cliche. Take the top off the defense. Blah, blah, blah. What does this mean? <laughs> well, hey, if you're like Cooper Rush and you have this, you're looking at cover two man, and that safety is is over the top. Most quarterbacks in the league have trouble with that two man look because they're having to throw balls into very tight windows. Gotta be pinpoint. You got to be pinpointing. That's why the Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes, they get paid the way they do because they eat that all day. Dak is going to have to be able to li- deliver on throws like that to soften up the box. They can't just keep turning around and, and, and handing it off over and over again. So I think that's the component to this offense that has to be there, and you get that with Dak, and you didn't get that with Cooper Rush. And, and these defenses, they're going to have to attack Dak different than they did Cooper Rush. Damn right. Cooper Rush, you know, he, he had a little athleticism, but he wasn't more than a statue in the pocket. He had what? I just gave – I'm trying to help my guy out a little bit. I'm trying to help him out a little bit, you know. He's, what? He's a, Excuse me, what? He's a little bit more than a statue. But Dak, if you play that two-man like you're talking about, corners' backs are going to be turned to him all the time. Right. And if that defensive line rushes past him, he's going to be able to step right out the window and go. So exactly. defenses are going to definitely have to switch up their game plan when you're going against the Cowboys and – Man, look, I just I just don't want it to get to that point where Kellen's like, man, look, this is where I made my name last year. This is why I was getting all those, you know, those head coaching visits because <laughs> we were number one offense in the yeah. league. That 37 touchdown passes out there. Let me get back to what we was doing last year. And we all saw but how this, that ended. I think this helps him even more. But if Kellen Moore can go in there with a resume, hey, you saw what happened last year. Okay, number one offense in the league. My weapons were reduced. Owner made some different decisions. Lost my quarterback. I had to change things up. To me, this this shows more of what Kellen Moore can do for okay. you as an offensive coordinator and, and could potentially head coach. That's what I would be selling. Okay. How do you want it? Because you're going to have to pivot the National Football League. You play. Yeah, it's it's it, facts. You know, 17 games. Uh, things are going to change. Things are going to happen. Things. Are gonna, I mean, so you lose your starting quarterback. You lose your starting left tackle. You lose uh, your starting guard after the first mm-hmm. week. You lose your tight end. Yeah, yeah. If you're Kellen Moore right now, you're you're able to go in here and say, "Look at what I did. Look at what That's I did." That's true. I didn't think about it that way. That's true. Let's take a break. When we come back, let's talk about the starting tight end, Dalton Schultz. And oh, by the way, <laughs> two rookies who Oof. performed admirably. In his absence, Heckma Harrison, Barry Church, I'm Newey Scruggs. This is the Players' Lounge brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. 
with Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Miller Lite is proud to bring you Q Barbecue Fest Dallas, located at Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium. Join your Cowboys <laughs> from November 4th through 6th for some of the best barbecue in the country. Get your tickets today at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. Tell me no dates again, Heck. That's the 4th. Through the 6th. Okay, all right. The 6th, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it out there on the 6th. I'm just saying. Mm. Make it out there on the sixth. I got. Mm, I, I got. See, let me check mine. I got class on the fourth and the fifth. So, so heck, you, you're 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 hosting. That I got day, it. Baby. I got you. So you got me on that day. So, I got you. and then uh, what, what game do we have on that day? Is that is that uh, is that a bye? That's a bye week. That's, first oh, week oh, in November. Oh, That's a bye oh, week. He there. He there. Hey. Okay. I might take the day off. I'm going to take the whole day off. So, okay. He's Heckman Harrison. That's Barry Church. I'm Dewey Scruggs. This is the Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Dalton Schultz did not play. Uh, Knee acted up before the Philly game Mm. and activated. So, Jake Ferguson started. And then Peyton Hendershot also played a lot there for the Cowboys. And the tight ends, the young rookies, they're all right. They are, man. They are all right. They're not Schultz. Okay, I do not want to sit up here and and and, and come off and act like, hey, man, forget this guy. No, Dalton Schultz can still help you He's win. He's still a factor. He can yeah. still help you win and help you do something this year. But if I'm Will McClay and I'm Jerry Jones, I'm Stephen Jones, I feel good because you're going to offer. I would. I expect them to offer Schultz a contract this offseason. They offered him one this season. They had a number. 
This is our number. If he doesn't want to meet the number, I think they feel very comfortable with what they're seeing so far from these two if they can remain healthy at the tight end position. Yeah, and, you know, I don't even see them offering him, to be honest with you. Um, look, Golly. man, this is a tale as old as time, man. A tale as old as time. These two young bucks out here, like you said, I'm not going to say they're, they're, they're Schultz completely because, you know, he still has that dynamic with Dak as his security blanket out there. But, you know, if you're offering Schultz something that these other two guys can do, maybe at a little bit lower level, but they can still do it, his number that that you know Schultz is one that that could be another safety that could be a you know a linebacker that could be a D tackle you can have that can actually come in and do something for you. I just don't want to see the same situation that happened all those years when when Big Eight Two was here when Big Whip was here. Any type of young you know tight end that we had coming in, he, he blocked all progress. You you're not getting in here with a guy on. We ain't doing none of that. I'm the only tight end that's going to be out Damn. here. I just don't want that to happen. And, and then you look at it, Schultz is, he's a great player, but like I've always said, I just don't think he's dynamic enough to warrant that big-ticket money. I, I don't. I think he's a hell of a player, but I don't think he's, you know, Kittle and Joe Koo, those type of guys. So if I'm them, you know, hey, you was, you was a great tight end for us. We love what you did for us, but I, I'm going to have to let you walk. I'm going to have to let you walk in free agency, and I'm going to go in here with, you know, these two young bucks okay, to see so, what they got. So let me throw this out. If you, once again, I put it this way, if you have a price that you're comfortable with and you can get him at the price, and it may even just be a one-year deal, prove it since he's hurt right now, okay. would you do it? It's a cold world, Nui. And, uh, man, I, I, you know, <laughs> it's a cold world, Nui. Hey, it is a thing, man. I have, I have been a Dalton Schultz fan. Fan. Like, I, I, I love the way that they underrated this guy, and he came on even when they uh, they had Blake Jarwin. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this dude, Schultz, you know, he's got some wiggle to him. You know, he gets an open field. He's not getting a lot of yak, but he's sure-handed. He, he's not blocking too well, but, hey, he's moving the chains, <laughs> yep, right, yep. when we needed that. But <laughs> this guy, Jake Ferguson, and just checking him out from camp to being in the game and his ability to maximize his opportunities – I'm like, hey, man, the young guy has something. And the Hendershot guy, like, he's playing with a whole nother level of aggression. And so, to me, like, I agree with you. I agree with you. And it's hard for me to do that because, again, I'd have pounded the table about Schultz and what he's done. And, man, I'm just – when I think about guys in the league, it's like – like certain things come from certain players that come from certain demographics. You got a Big Ten offensive lineman, I think you got a good player. Yep. You know, uh, SEC defensive lineman, a linebacker, I think you got a, a good player. Uh, Big Twelve running back, I think you got a, a good running back. You know, I mean, God knows a kid from Texas is going to be a beast. Oh, uh, John's going to be awesome, but it's just this component for J- uh, Jake Ferguson. He can block. Mm-hmm. He can catch. And he can get you yards after the catch. He got more wiggle than I thought. What did you see? I mean, he stopped on a dime, B. Give me that. Oh, oh, oh wait oh. a minute. Like, that's oh, different. That's different. That's I, different. I was surprised. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> that's oh, different. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? So, I think right there, even Schultz had to go, I, ooh, mm. get on the phone. Mm. Hey, man. <laughs> Boy, took it over his What? Oh. You know what you guys did? We're just like American Idol. That's a no for me. <laughs> that's a no. So we, that's yeah, going to be. That's, that's going to be. That's a no for me, dog. That's my voice to be. That's a no for me, dog. I like, thank you for what you did, but that's a no for me. Um, I, I will I will ride the fence on this one and just say mm-hmm. it, there's a number. And if, if there's a number that, that the Cowboys say and he wants to meet it, I think, I think they would like to have three dynamic tight ends. Yeah. Three tight ends that could help. But 
he's definitely not get he's not getting the franchise tag. Again. No, you know, no. they ten point nine million dollars. That's that's just not going to happen. And look, somebody else may give it to him, but coming off this knee and and there's a lot of football to go. It's just real interesting. But the Cowboys are in that position where they could decide to say, you know what, we we're going to replace Schultz with younger guys. Cheaper deals, they'll be better. We're going to have them for a whole off season. We'll get them stronger and, and progress with them. So this is a, this is something that Lunda Wells deserves a lot of credit yes. for. He's a dog for that one. As a coach, getting these guys that they have. I mean, you just Sunday. I didn't sit up here, man. This tight end group is not any good. I still believe Schultz could help them more because he's more experienced. Mm-hmm. But you did not sit here and say, man, we're terrible there. Um, like with Tyler Smith going to left tackle. You just sit up here during the – hey, man, this guy's terrible. Like when Lane Johnson went out, the replacement for him Ooh, was terrible. No, no. Oh, I mean, the, he was terrible. It, the whole thing went off a cliff. Man. Yes, mm. I mean that. <laughs> <laughs> it went fun. off a cliff, though. I mean, Michael, where you at? Wait, Michael, Michael went right on over. Here we go. Here we go. He's waiting to come off. So, so, so I, I, I don't know if fans can truly understand that. And um, I am going to give myself a whole lot of credit. I had talked to Lunda at camp about Hendershot and 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 and, and Ferguson as well. Cause you could just if, when you're watching those second team reps and you're out there every day, you're like, okay, I'm I'm seeing something here. Mm-hmm. Didn't know they would beat this, but I thought, okay, these guys are pretty good. And I don't think people understand how Hendershot moved past Sean McCune. McCune right. had been here. A and a special teams guy. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, right. Sean was looking re- – it was C.D. Lamb. It was Sean McCune. These guys were making some nice plays two two training camps ago, and then Sean got hurt, mm-hmm. and, and it derailed him. But for they liked him. Yeah. They, they, you big, know, ten, big Ten, tight end, exactly. can't yeah. block, yeah. big, strong, play special teams. I mean, but how happy is Dalton Schultz that Dak is coming back? Oh, that's a security blanket. <laughs> you know, without a doubt. Who's, who's yeah. happier than Dalton man. Schultz? Like, yeah, you come back. See, next you had that conversation with him. Hey, man, you know I need that contract. Yeah. You already know. They, they, yeah. Dak, dog. Hey, hey that's, that's why I always – I said <laughs> from the beginning of the season, I'm like, I think – Franchise tagging Dalton Schultz was probably the worst thing they could do uh, because Dak gonna throw him the ball because Dak felt like they did him wrong with mm-hmm. the franchise tag so you know it's gonna help him get his money yeah uh, but then it's worked out that it worked out you know differently and who knows at the end of the season what it's gonna be for Dalton Schultz I think he probably feels horrible that he he didn't accept the first offer if yeah. that's where if this is where he wanted to be um, I think these guys behind him just make it more difficult and like you said it's this uh, age old adage man that look man you get get hurt the guy's gonna gonna step up this what you just said that just hit so schultz turns down a deal may have dodged a bullet there mm-hmm. randy gregory decided well, he, he didn't want the deal yeah, he's still and, out. And, and so you got those two guys who are both out dealing dealing with needs mm-hmm. um man you know they 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 may have saved themselves uh right there so let's take a break let's dive into the offensive line the left guard spot here We've seen uh, we've seen some some interesting combinations here. Where, where should they go as they get ready to face the Lions? More Cowboys talk with Heckma Harrison, Barry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. This is the Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. 
So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! With Smoothie King's Original Angel Food and New Angel Food Slim without added sugar, you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups, so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic Angel Food or the New Angel Food Slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Back to the Players' Lounge. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just $20. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details and to join today. Thank you, Heckma Harrison. That's me. K-State, Wildcats coming to town. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Hope yeah. Out of, out of fucking town. Out of fucking town. Mm. Undefeated, undefeated TCU. Huh? Home, yes. Oh, That's yes. the wrong team to have for homecoming. That'll, that'll cancel Christmas right there, boy. Mm. Ten. You see that as disrespectful? If a ten that is. That's yeah, very think, disrespectful. Is. That's is very it? disrespectful. Is it? So yeah. homecoming. They so, expecting a dub. Yeah, you you off put, the rip. You should at least put Iowa State or somebody. somebody. You better leave us out I, of that. I think they're at Iowa State. Though. Is that what? I don't care, but don't put us in that. <laughs> put Kansas. Get Kansas. So so basically, it was it was K State or Texas Tech. I think that was where where it is. K-State. They should have went Tech. What you doing? I wish they'd have went with Tech. Now Martinez balling over there. Now I'll say this. Here's why I wouldn't have gone with Tech. I know I'm selling that game out. In terms of just fans are coming. Fans don't want the K State one. Tech. Okay, tech, tech. K-State, I'm making homecoming, trying to get more folks in. Though K-State travels. I mean, Dallas-Fort Worth is one of their largest alumni bases. But, um, you know, hey, no issues with it. It's going to be, hey, it's going to be a fun, this is a fun weekend over there in Fort Worth. Uh, Friday, Luda Christmas performing, a free concert because they're having a basketball rollout for the men's and women's team, followed by Luda. That's free. Then Saturday, Homecoming game, K State comes into town. They, they, they got Luda. That's, that's a big one, man. DTP, deserving of he's Luda. I'll be out there, my man. Luda. I, I told you, yeah, man. You got a game though, right? I do. You got a game. You got a game. Me, I'll me be in now. Luda, Luda, all out. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, yeah, man. Penbrook had what? Who? Been on ice. CB from the top rope. I mean, from the top rope. I mean, really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Really. really. Well, the from ba- three. The, ba- the Baylor fan riffing them. Who, who's Baylor hat? Huh? Jason Aldean. Gotta roll out some country oh, concert. Jason huh? Aldean. That's pretty good. Brooks and, is done. Oh, what, what the dudes man. used to sing that? I'm co- coming to your city. Them guys. Who the, 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 Damn. Remember that old, the old uh, college game day song? <laughs> coming to your city. Them that, dudes. That, that, yeah, yeah. Some black guy sung that then. Yeah. Uh, Cowboy Troy was a part of it. Cowboy that. Troy, yeah, yeah. That, my man. Yeah, yeah. Never Cowboy, heard any of these. Cowboy cats. Troy. Cowboy uh, you know, for hundred dollars, I couldn't do it. <laughs> We got, <laughs> it's homecoming for Baylor this weekend. Who y'all got? Who y'all got? Who do you think we schedule for homecoming? Kansas. 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 Hey. <laughs> Kansas. Uh-huh. All right. Let's talk about this uh, left guard spot for the Cowboys. Connor. So Tyler Smith was expected to start, but then Tyron Smith got hurt. So then Connor McGovern got the spot. He gets hurt game one. They're bringing Matt Farniak. Farniak played well. Then McGovern got back here, so he was playing. Then they got Jason Peters, who they signed. He's playing some left guard here. Peters played a couple plays uh, against the Eagles, and but McGovern played a whole lot here. Mike McCarthy's starting to like what he's seen out of uh, uh, Connor McGovern there. But all right, guys, left left guard. Your thoughts, man. Whoever you pick, just pick one. All right, yeah. like Peters, McGovern, whoever you decide to put in there, pick one guy and stick with it. All right, I'm, I'm tired of this rotating back and forth. Like, I, I never played offensive line, but if you're rotating as a defensive back back there, it's extremely hard to get the rhythm of the game. It's hard to get in there when every two series you may have to take a break. To let your, the other team may get in there. So I can only imagine with the offensive line, it has to be around the same thing. You got to get a feel of it. You got to get a feel of the type of stunts they want to run, what they want to run on third down, what's their favorite blitz when they do go into a blitz package. What what does it look like? I'm, you know, what am I? Who am I expected to block? You know. You got to get a feel for it. not only the other team, but your teammates next to you. Like, I got to feel, all right, this is his weakness over here, so I got to help him out over here. Or this is my weakness, I got to make sure he can help me out over here. When you rotating like that back and forth, it's hard to get a feel for a game. So, you know, to me, it doesn't matter. You pick either Peters or you pick McGovern, but somebody has to get picked and stick with that guy. Let him get all 65 reps or how many offensive reps you decide to have out there. But stop with this rotating stuff, man. It's just, it, it ain't going to work in the long run. It ain't going to work. And, and, and you know the thing that's really the killer for me is, man, you know, I do a color analyst for high school games, college games, and one of the things that I never see as far as a rotation is concerned is at the offensive line position. I just don't. Yeah. And the one team that I saw that was rotating offensive linemen was Liberty University. Uh, Coach U Freeze, uh, Malik Willis, we, uh, Kyle and I was calling that game, and they were rotating in and out offensive linemen and almost got Malik taken out mm. <laughs> okay and I just feel like this like what you were talking about and, and it was one comes down to one word continuity yeah and if you don't have that continuity with your offensive line I think you're tinkering with something especially at this level that I think could be dangerous um I don't see the advantage of having Peters coming in and out I think he if he gonna put him in there keep him in there exactly There's, keep him in there don't play with it but I think Connor McGovern has shown you uh, that he is reliable. Obviously, the injury he had earlier, the, the high ankle sprain, he's come back from that nicely. But I think he's done some things on that offensive line that you can count on. 
it has been awesome to have Peters as that insurance policy. Mm -hmm. But I think you can look at the certain times where he's in there. It's like, oh, man, that whoa, big fella, that don't look good. Mm -hmm. You know, but he has had that one play, I think one Zeke block that he had in the long run for mm -hmm. Zeke that everybody pointed to. But, look, he's a great insurance policy. He's a swing tackle, swing guard, or whatever you want to classify him as. But I just think right now we're doing ourselves a disservice by tinkering with that continuity. Would you sign McGovern to a contract extension? This is his last year. Oof, man, that's uh, without knowing what the who that man. I don't know. I'm gonna say in. Oh, no. Hey, McClay, I trust, man. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Will McClay, I trust. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm about to throw my hands up. I mean, because look, it's not as though the thing that bothers me now is that Connor Williams has gone to Miami and he's playing pretty solid. All right, that that bothers me a little bit. Here's why. Okay. Tell me why it bothers you, because I got I got a theory. Okay, it bothers me to seek because we'd already we already been talking about needing a center, uh, and Biotis not, maybe not or may or may not be in that guy. Mm -hmm. uh, Connor Williams goes out to to Miami and he fits the the bill, and we never could get him to be that player here. All right, even as I guess is serviceable or whatever as he wasn't here, I think right now I think we'd probably be in the same situation if Connor Williams was here as a left guard. Yeah. I just don't think that he would have done any worse uh, than than what we've seen. And I had not a big Connor Williams fan at all, but I think Philbin, with guys like Steele, uh, with uh, Tyler Smith, he's done a wonderful job with those guys. Biotis is playing a lot better. I mean, how can you not play good when you got Zach Martin to the right of you? Yeah. You know, but <laughs> but it just seems like to me, Connor McGovern has been serviceable. It wouldn't upset me if they signed him to another contract. But again, we've just had this rotating thing going on at left guard. We just seemed like we hadn't figured this out. And I'd like to say that we can, you know, put that whole position to to bed, and we got a guy for the future and going forward. Pick one. The interesting thing, and Brian Broaddus spoke about it earlier on the break a um, couple weeks back, premium a couple months back, but why didn't you have him playing more there at the center at position? At center, mm -hmm. okay. And, and I just have to believe somewhere along the way between Joe Philbin and Mike McCarthy, they, they have a liking of Tyler Biotish. I remember being here draft night when they took him out of Wisconsin. McCarthy was very much into Tyler Biotish. I don't know whether they were trying to recreate the Travis Frederick, Wisconsin deal, but they, they had a lot. They really liked the young man. It's going to be interesting to see exactly what they do after this season with the left guard spot and the center spot. And I think this is going to be a determining factor in the playoffs, can you stop the run and how do you run the football? And I think they're going to be looking um, to the inside to to, to make improvements yeah. on both sides of the football right up the gut. So it's, it's going to be interesting. But this may be an opportunity for you to bring back Connor Williams. I mean, I Connor McGovern on a, on a favorable contract. How do you feel about Biotish? I mean, what what are your thoughts about Biotis so far after the look, sample size you got? I would look for an upgrade. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I think he's played a lot better than we've seen in the past because yeah. I remember there's games where I'm looking like, oh man, he doesn't have enough bricks in his pocket. Guys are just kind of running through him. He light. Yeah, he he looked light out there. He, he's playing a little bit better, but like I said, I, if I'm I'm on the same page as new as far as I would still look for an upgrade on him. He's not. He's a good player. Good. Could play in this league. He's not a Pro Bowl player. And that's what you need at center. You would like to have a Pro Bowl player, especially considering 
you had one for a number of years here. Mm-hmm. And, boy, it makes a difference. It yeah. makes a difference. No, and I think, I, look, I, I just want to, one of the things that I hate is when we spend a lot of time developing a guy and then we let him go and he goes somewhere else and he ends up being a player. And I'm like, damn, we just had you. Yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> hey, why couldn't you do that here? And I don't know if coaching is the difference or what it is, you know. So I agree with you. If if, if running the ball uh, is going to get us over the hump and get us through those m- November and December, then I'm all about it, you know. And, and, and furthermore, on the other side of the ball, defensively, we have got to concentrate on stopping the run. Like we are concentrating on running the ball. We've got to concentrate on running the ball. So there's some guys on that other side too that we're gonna be looking at at the end of the season. Hey, this I mean, we we diagnosing everybody. Everybody got a microscope under them. Let me ask you something, Heck. So when you talk about defense, you know, uh, stopping the run and all that, do you think it has a lot to do with these guys getting upfield too much, looking for that sack, looking to make that big play each and every down instead of just kind of hunkering in and, all right, if it's a run play, I'm in my gap right now, I'm holding it down. Because I've seen a lot of times it's like these guys, when you know, this defensive line, they're flying up the field and yeah. they're running right by the running back who's, you know, going up that A gap, going up that B gap. Right. Do you think that has something to do with it? I think also in my evaluation it's been we've done a lot of stunting. Um, yeah. and 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 it's been I don't know if you've seen like two guys trying to get through the same hole you know guys <laughs> run into it. we've seen Tank and, and Micah do that a couple yeah. times and maybe that may be the difference but then everybody trying to get in on the act for the sacks uh, also man just going back to the Philadelphia game I can't say enough about the respect that I have for Kelsey as a center talk about the difference between what a center makes mm. this dude is like he like he, he, he like too but he still is sturdy enough to get to the next level hold guys up, you know, push you out of that A-gap. Um, and, and look, it's just being tougher against the run. Stopping the run is an attitude. It is. BC, you it know is. it. You got to come in. You know you come in. Hey, man, that's the hardest part of the game, man. Mm-hmm. This guy's going to be coming downhill on you. You got to be willing and committed to stopping. You got to be tough at the point of attack. Um, your linebackers have got – and I, I don't – look, as, as good as Vanderesh has been playing, I think that leaves a lot to be desired at the linebacker position sometime. And I just – you know, Barr has been doing well, as, but we just don't have that guy that I believe is a thumper in between that, you know, C to C gap. They're going to have some interesting options come draft time. Mm-hmm. A lot of places they're going to be able to go here because you can look to improve in a lot of areas. Before we get out of here, um, Monday Night Football, we were all right. All of us picked correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heck, you had a 24-17 Chargers. Barry, you had a 28-20 Chargers. I had a 26-21 Chargers. It was a 19-16 to game in overtime. It was this looked like a Thursday night game. It was so bad. What's wrong, it was with, bad. What's wrong with Russ? He ain't cooking, man. What's wrong with Russ? Your hamstring now. I mean, I get it. He already like, took a shot. He already took the shot. Because every game is an excuse with him, man. Ah, 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 in my neck and my back. Dude, he like, he like the operation game. Ah, so bad. That's old school. That's right. Ah, I mean, it's I'm not good. I'm going to need $250 million. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I mean, what is – I don't – have you ever seen a player go from, you know, good to – I can't do it. Classy to ashy? I yes. haven't seen that fall off that crazy, man. You're, now, Russ gets a lot of criticism, and, and it's deservedly so. He hasn't played well. But I go back to, I don't know if you've ever seen that documentary of Saban and Belichick that they did together. It's tremendous. On yeah, HBO. of course. Check, check it out. Well okay. worth your time. Belichick says, you cannot overcome bad coaching. That's his thing. Is You can't overcome. Nathaniel Hackett is terrible. Mm. 
And Staley for the Chargers was really <laughs> awful too oh, yesterday. That dude, okay? man. He needs to be going eight seconds. Hey, just call it how it is, dude. He messed my boy's career up, man. This is the second hey. week in a row he's had a coach worse than him on the mm. sideline. I mm. mean, it is. It was bad on bad. Two weeks in a row. Bad ball all around, man. Two weeks in a row, he's just found somebody who's dumber than him out there. Oh, oh my man. God. Nathaniel Hackett is a candidate to not just be one and done. You could be one and done before the end of the come Damn. December. To, he's terrible. Mm. He's really bad, and that's a part of why Russ looks so bad. He, he, he just doesn't know what he's doing. Mm. And he this, got a good defense. You got a defense to keep you in the games, but you're supposed to be the offensive guru. Yeah. And one of my issues when they hired the guys, like he wasn't calling plays in Green Bay. Lafleur was calling plays, and then where did he call plays? Jacksonville with, with old Boat Bortles. Oh, man. That's, that was your man? Yeah, he was there with me. Oh, Hacken, that's your man. Hacken was there oh, with me, no. man. Hacken so was there. That's, no. that's getting the job. That's getting the job. Eric Bieniemy. Oh, damn. Eric Bieniemy, you can't have the job with an MVP and a Super Bowl mm. team. No, no, no. We've got Nathaniel Hackett, who they had some wild, crazy belief that Nathaniel no, Hackett man. was going to convince Aaron Rodgers <laughs> no. to come on down. Now – the GM, according to, to 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 someone I know, said the GM wanted Dan Quinn, but John Elway and and the president of the team Joel's they wanted an offensive coach. So they go with the guy who gave the interview, the Mister Enthusiasm, yada yada yada. He's terrible. Yeah. But percentage wise, percentage. I mean, if we're going quarterback to head coach. And Hackett's been bad. Like category, he's been bad. Like, Every decision's he, wrong. No, it's bad. But I'm, I'm like. Percentage of Russ's play and Hackett's calling. Like, wh- where do you? 60 40. Wh- is it 60? Which- I'm going Russ 60. Si- si- okay. 40. See, I'll flip it. I'll flip it. 60. Because, fo- okay. As a coach, you can't be the reason they lose. You, you can't be. I mean, just simple, man, take your three points. If you've got a good defense, you should always take the three. Mm. Not putting Melvin Gordon in there. Like, I'd be. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Dude, nah, it's man, terrible, I, terrible. I mean, so. I just hate the pile on Russ. Like, man, Russ is bad right now, bad. man. Which he looks look horrible. Bad. For every right. for everyone who jumps on McCarthy. <laughs> everyone who jumps on McCarthy and McCarthy. Listen, get a load of Hackett. Go, go, go get you some Nathaniel. Now, I, 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 this is what I expect. I, I put this on Twitter. I expect Nathaniel Hackett to be fired. He'll be an offensive analyst next to Brian Schottenheimer this year with, right here in Dallas. Because <laughs> Hey, they all save each other. Man, you cold work. They all save each other. Oh, they all do. They, cold cold work. Work. they all save each other. Come on, man. I got you, man. I mean, that's what they do. Yeah. These coaches, are, it's, it's, a, it's a group, man. They all save each other. Hey, fun show today. Heck, Harrison. He's back tomorrow. Barry Church, you're yep. going to take the day also. Yep. All right, heck, me and you tomorrow. We're going to do something. We're we going to do, do something. We what are we, we going to do, man? We're going to ride. We're going to ride. We're going to ride. We're going to ride, baby. All right. Right. All right, get you, dude. Media mask. <laughs> Russ ain't getting nobody but himself. Man. <laughs> a hamstring pull. What are you gonna do? And a bad shoulder. What can he do? My he can't do much. My he can't do much, but he paid. Though. He yeah, got paid. That boy got them ducats. Media mask coming your way at three o'clock with me and others right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!